Welcome to the Happy Math Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Anderson, and I'm here to give you the tools you need to change your mindset, both in math and in life. Let's dive right in. We're going to talk about fear of failure today, and I think it's really interesting to consider this not only as something that just occurs in life, something that adults deal with, but also something that is a huge piece of the school system. So I think it's important for adults to have awareness of where this fear of failure comes up because oftentimes it's really subtle and we don't acknowledge it as that. But I think it's important for us to gain awareness of that and then acknowledge how our fear of failure then gets passed down to our kids, right? Like this conditioning that we have didn't come from nowhere. It came from the people around us, parents, teachers, adults, sort of building that into us. So if we want to make better opportunities for our kids, we need to first have awareness of where this comes up. So let's just jump right in. I am talking about the fear of trying something new, the fear of exposing a weakness, or the fear of making a mistake. This is something that by the time you become an adult, we loathe these things. We avoid these things like the plague. And so I think it's interesting to go back and just sort of think about the timeline of our lives and how that changes over time because when you're a kid you have you don't have this fear right like little kids are willing to try anything they are willing to literally fall flat on their face and when they're trying something like when they're trying to learn how to walk or run or ride a bike they're willing to literally fall on their face and many times they'll get up laughing and they're willing to try it again in the next second right Um, but then we sort of go on and we grow into adolescence and that's sort of the first time when we start to become aware of the thoughts of other people and how other people perceive us so now we've we start to understand like oh when i do these things when i take these actions i seem to get praise for this when i take these actions i seem to get a negative reaction maybe people are making fun of me or they're laughing at me or they're being mean to me right that sort sort of happens in adolescence and then we have more and more experiences as we grow older into adulthood that then condition us to act one way or another and that's how our brains are wired right like we go towards things that make us feel good and then we avoid things that make us feel bad so if we've ever been in a situation where we've been laughed at or felt humiliated or made fun of, that's a memory that we don't shake very easily, right? And so then when there is an experience in the future that looks similar to that, we 
our brains are wired to say, oh, how do I get out of this? How do I avoid this? And I think that that becomes a huge issue because when we are not pushing ourselves to try something new or to be vulnerable, to expose something that we don't know or expose a weakness, um, then we're not growing at that point. And that leads to us feeling stuck in a lot of cases. So sure, maybe we are avoiding humiliation, but there's still sort of this unexplicable uh, nagging in our hearts that's making us feel stuck. You know, that just that feeling where it's like, Ugh, I can't really pinpoint why I'm unhappy or why I'm not at peace right now, but I am. I think that that comes from going on for months and months or maybe years and years without challenging ourselves or without trying something new. So I think it's just important for us to acknowledge that that fear is real and it's normal. I'm not saying that that's that any of that is bad. It's all normal, right? But if we can become more aware of it and come up with some tools to sort of be intentionally rewriting our conditioning, then it's possible that we can, even though we are afraid, have the courage to try that new thing anyway, or be vulnerable anyway, or make a mistake in front of people anyway. So I'm gonna give you two tools today to help you rewrite this. And I want you to just kind of think about what are ways that, you know, if the adults around you, when you were growing up, if, if they could have been messaging this to you, how your life now would look differently. Would you be more willing to try new things? Um, would you be more willing to push yourself out of your box and challenge yourself? and step into a higher version of yourself? And if the answer is maybe yes, then let's build that up right now so that you have tools to positively impact the people around you, whether it's your own children or other people that you interact with. I think it's important to always be sort of digging into the negative thought patterns that we have and looking for ways to overcome those things. So this is just one negative thought pattern that we can overcome if we look for new tools. So one of my tools or just reminders is that when you're having this fear, you're, you're trying something new and you don't know how to do it, it's important to remember that your worth doesn't come from other people. Okay, so oftentimes we try other we try something new and it's sometimes in front of other people, sometimes it's not. But if it's in front of other people, sometimes we have this like deep, deep shame that comes from like, oh, I'm trying something for the first time. I don't really know how to do it. I'm I'm bad at this. This deep shame comes along with it. We need to remember that our worth doesn't come from the opinions of the other people that are maybe watching us do that. It comes from us. And 
we build that. It comes from our inner confidence. Now, that's, I think, a whole separate conversation. So we'll talk a little bit more later on about how to know yourself better, how to have more confidence, how to be able to focus on your own growth instead of other people's perceptions of your own growth. But I think that that is something that's really integral to this process is that your worth doesn't come from other people and also acknowledging that that's it's totally normal to be bad at something when you start right like the first time that you hopped on a bike you didn't know how to do it you had to have probably your mom or dad or somebody else balancing it for you and sort of scaffolding that process and then you got a little more confident and maybe you were able to bike a little bit on your own but then you had to put your feet down right to stabilize yourself and then you tried it again maybe you fully fell off your bike right but you tried it again and again it's normal to be bad at things when you start it would be more crazy to be amazing at something the, fir- the first time that you try something that certainly happens but more often than not, we suck at something when we first try it. And it is repeated failures that make us better and better. So when we're in the middle of those repeated failures, it's important to know that our worth has nothing to do with the opinions of other people. The second thing that I will suggest is to when you are in a moment of this fear or anxiety or restlessness of about trying something new or being worried about making a mistake come out of your mind and into the present moment so a lot of times that anxiety that worry that fear that's all just up in our mind and the fear that you have is not actually real. So you are creating a vision of a future that hasn't happened yet, right? So maybe you need to give a speech in front of people at work. I, I don't know. You you have to give a speech in front of people and you are so, 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 so anxious about that. Maybe in your head you're thinking about what if I stutter? What if I forget all of my lines? What if nobody cares about what I have to say, right? Those are all things that have not even happened. They didn't happen to you, right? So just in the, so you're using your imagination to create a fearful scenario in the exact same way you could use your imagination to come up with an amazing scenario where you killed it, you blew it out of the park, everybody gave you a standing ovation on your speech, everybody completely connected and resonated with it. that fear is not necessarily real. That's why we feel so good when we finally do something that we were scared to do. We like we're like oh, we're like overcome with a wave of relief. And that's that's because we realize at that point, oh man, that wasn't even half as bad as I thought it would be. It's because your mind created that lie in your head. So second suggestion, come out of your mind and into the present moment. Take a deep breath. Realize that you are not actually in danger in that moment, that you are okay, that you are capable of doing this, and that on the other side of your fear is growth. So those are the two suggestions today to acknowledge that your worth doesn't come from other people and the opinions of other people, 
and to and number two to come out of your mind and into the present moment to acknowledge that the fear that you have is not an actual life-threatening fear you are not actually in danger it is your mind playing tricks on you and and telling you lies and what is true is that you are a big beautiful awesome human being with loads of potential and capability and you can do anything that you set your mind to and what you have to say is important and the things that you want to learn and try are important and they matter and it's not something to that it's not something that we should allow other people to block us from doing so the the fear is is something that we can set aside or acknowledge but push through because growth is on the other side. So then if we think about how we might use these tools when we are talking to a young person that is learning how to navigate the world, that is having their first experiences with scary things or maybe um, experiencing other people passing judgments, experiencing that shame of trying new things and putting yourself out there and being vulnerable. What are things that we could message to these young people so that this fear of failure is is lessened or it's something that's there but it's tackleable or it's something that there that is there but it's actually not a bad thing or a crippling thing or something to run from it's an amazing thing and it's something that we should maybe be going towards in an effort to grow and to become better and to step into our higher selves so how could we be messaging this first of all we need to be pushing ourselves to not be terrified of these things so i think that young people learn from us based on what they see in in front of them so it's it's one thing to sort of communicate these things and to have conversations about these things i think that it's great to talk to people young people about this but what is even more important is for us as adults to be practicing these things and modeling it so when they see us in a situation where we are trying something new how do we handle it do we start blaming other people do we get immediately negative do we get obviously flustered by the task at hand or do we have this um air about us that's like okay this is going to be a challenge but i can do this i can get through this and i'm gonna get through it by being in the present moment acknowledging that i'm not actually in danger that i am capable of this and i'm gonna do it by remembering that my worth doesn't come from other people it comes from me and it comes from building confidence in myself, which I'm going to do right now by tackling this this problem, right? That's that's what a young person needs to see in order to believe that being afraid and doing something anyway, that which is what courage is, right? Being afraid and doing something anyway is something worth doing. So I think that the only way that we practice this as adults is to identify what are some things 
that make me uncomfortable, that I know make me uncomfortable? And can I seek those things out? Can I try those things even though they make me uncomfortable? Right? And I, there's so many opportunities for this. I can think of a ton right off the top of my head. Things, things that I have to do in a work setting that they're not my favorite things, right? Like you can, I'm sure um, any, any, anybody that works or parents, you probably have things that you like about your job or that you like about parenting and you probably have things that are, that you don't like so much that make you more uncomfortable. Can you focus on those things that make you uncomfortable? Do them anyway as a way of overcoming that fear because the more you practice that thing, the less it's going to make you uncomfortable. Which is just, that's just how it goes. The more you practice, the more comfortable you get with something. So can we seek those things out as a way of getting better and challenging this idea of fear of failure and modeling for the young people around us how to do that? Because actions speak louder than words. It's one thing to say something and to have a good idea. It's another thing to integrate it into your life and have your your actions represent the things that you are saying. So what I would say as sort of homework for this week is to kind of seek out those things that make you uncomfortable. They don't have to be big things. They can be little things. But seek those things out and put yourself through it so that you can challenge your fear and become a little more comfortable every single time so that it's not something where you are crumbling if you are in a situation where you are exposing a weakness or you are so afraid of making a mistake that you are unwilling to try something new and thus not growing. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. We'll talk soon.